is all in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It is a privilege to stand before you this morning to share the word of God with you. I thank the eldership of Cosmo City Church and the leadership of LA Women Ministry for trusting me and giving me this opportunity to share the word of God with you. I'm very grateful for that, thank you. Before we can go on with our preaching, I just was, want us to close our eyes and pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much once again for this time. I thank you, Mutimuaka Papa, that it's not me who's gonna talk, but it will be you through me. I give myself to you that speak your heart through me to your church, my God, minister to each and every life that is listening to me this morning. I commit this time to you, and I thank you that you are here to lead and to guide me and to direct me. Thank you so much for your presence. Thank you so much, Holy Spirit, for your lead and for your guidance. I give all unto you, and I rely and depend upon you that speak to your church through me and speak your heart, my God, this morning, I pray, and I thank you so much in Jesus' name, amen. Today's message title is Developing the Character of Jesus Christ. And based on that, our scripture reading will be from Romans 8, verse 29, which read thus, for those God foreknew, he also predestined to conform to the likeness of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the likeness of his son. Mark that those words, to be conformed to the likeness of his son, that we might that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And our second reading will be from 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18, which reads thus, and we, and we who we've unveiled and we who we've unveiled faces all reflect the Lord's glory are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing ever glory, which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. Mark against, against this word, are being transformed into his likeness with ever-increasing glory. As we continue with our word, our word this morning, and then developing the, the character of Christ in order for us to be like Jesus and conformed or transformed into his likeness or image. We are to imitate him. And for us to be able to do this is only if, only if, if we know who Jesus really is. That is why we need to know his character and develop them and develop it in our lives. What is the character of Jesus that we must imitate and must be conformed to? There, are, there is lots of them, but I chose few that I will go through. 
Number one, which I will dwell a little bit on it, is prayer. Jesus was a prayerful man. Prayer was important to his life because it was his way of communicating with the Father, who is God. In his relationship with the Father, he enjoyed talking to him continually and regularly. Jesus did not pray because he had to pray. He prayed with passion. And he also prayed in all occasions and in situations. In his last hour of agony, he prayed. Mark, Luke 22, 44. And being in anguish, he prayed more earnestly. In his hour of agony, he prayed. He prayed in all occasions and situations. He prayed in a solitary place. And all night to draw strength from the Father to, for the work he will be doing in the day. So there we get it from Mark, 11, Mark 1, verse 35. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went out to a solitary place where he prayed. And again, it says, one of those days, Jesus went out to mountainside to pray and spent the night praying to God. He prayed in all occasions, in all situations, in the morning, in solitary places. That's what he did. And then he prayed in submission to the Father. Uh, we read it from Matthew, 46, for Matthew 26, verse 42, which reads thus. Matthew 26, verse 42. He went away a second time and prayed, My father, if it is not possible for this cup to be taken away, unless I drink it, may your will be done. And lastly, he prayed for himself and also for others, which we can read it from John chapter 17, the whole chapter. Jesus again taught his disciples how to pray. We read it from Luke 11, verse 1, and about persistent prayer that they should always pray and not give up in prayer. We read it from Luke 18, verse 1. He encouraged them to pray so that they will not fall into temptation because he knew the power of prayer which we get it from Matthew 26, verse 41, that they may watch and pray that they not fall into temptation. And then what I would like to say, just like Jesus did, we need to pray and rely on the power of God every day to help us walk with him and to be strengthened to face whatever a day may bring. Uh, the second characteristic, the second character, is wisdom. It says, and the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom and the grace of God was upon him. Luke 2 verse 40 and verse 52 it says, and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. 
the Bible tells us that Jesus was filled with wisdom and he grew in that wisdom. And it also says that about that wisdom, people, those who were listening to him were amazed about his wisdom in Matthew 13, verse 51. And the Bible again says, in whom are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In Christ, there's a wisdom that is hidden. And it means if we have Jesus in us, he will reveal that hidden wisdom to us and we will acquire it. The Bible encourages us that if any of you lacks wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault and it will be given to him. James 1 verse 5. We continue going to the third character, loving. Jesus loves us. He loves you and me that he died on the cross for you. John 3 verse 16. We all know it. I can't go through it. And then Galatians 2 verse 20 says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God, whom loved me. The Son of God whom loved me and gave himself for me. This is love that Jesus showed to us. He loved us and he gave himself for, for us to die for us on the cross. And Jesus also says, God, John 15 verse 9, as the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. And he gives the commands from John 15, 12. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. This is what Jesus is commanding us to do, to love each other as he loved us. He demonstrated his love for us while we were still sinners by dying on the cross for us that we may be saved. So we must love as he loved us. And Ephesians 5 verse 1 and 2, Paul says, Be imitators of God, therefore, as dearly loved children, and live a life of love, just as Christ loved us and gave, up, gave himself up for as a fragrant offering and sacrifice to God. Amen. So Jesus encouraged us to love one another. And Paul, come again, repeat the same thing, that we must be imitators of Christ, just as he loved we must also love. Amen. And then the fourth character, it's about compassion. Jesus has compassion to those he was with and around him. It says in Matthew 9 verse 36, when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. And then it also says again, Mark 6, 34, when Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them because they were like sheep without a shepherd. So he began teaching them many things. Because Jesus saw them, they were like lost. They don't know 
uh, they don't know what to do or where to go. He felt he had that he had heart for them and have compassion to them that it came to the point of that he teach them the word of God, he preached the gospel to them. And then the other, it says, Matthew 14, verse 14, when Jesus landed and saw a large crowd, he had compassion on them and healed those who were sick. That how Jesus was. He taught them the word. Now it says he healed those who were sick. That's the heart of love, heart of compassion. And then the last one, it says, Matthew 15, 32, it's Jesus who speaks this. I have compassion for these people. They have already been with me three days and I have nothing to eat, and they have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away or they may collapse on the way. This is Jesus understood the understood humankind. He understood that they were hungry because they were with him for three days and this moved him with compassion that he may give them something to eat before he can let them go. So this is the prayer of my heart today that may God help us that to have that heart for the lost that will never leave them without telling them about the good news, about the love of God, and to pray for those who are sick, who come to us sick. We pray, we minister healing to their lives and help the needy, those who are need, just like Jesus did. Uh, again, Paul stated from Ephesians 4.32, it says, be kind and compassionate, to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. In that, it leads us to the fifth character, which is forgiveness. Even, on the, even suffering on the cross, Jesus forgave those who insulted, mocked, and crucified him. He didn't count that for them. The Bible says, Luke 23, verse 34, Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. That's Jesus, that heart, that's heart of forgiveness. And Colossians 3, 13, it says, Forgive as the Lord Jesus forgave you. Jesus forgives us all our sins, so we also need to forgive others whatever that the wrongs they've done to us. Jesus, he even taught his disciples that 70 times seven, that they should forgive. So it's, it's, it's what we have to do as the children of God. And then the Bible says from Romans 5 verse 8, but he demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. That's the forgiveness, the forgiveness of our sins. That's who Jesus was. It was his character to forgive. And we also need to do likewise. The next character will be three. I'll go, they go hand in hand, so I'll go through them one by one is humility, obedience, and 
servanthood. Uh, it described it in better way, Philippians chapter 2 from verse 5 to 11. I'll start with humility. And being found in appearance as a man, Jesus humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. That's Philippians chapter 2, verse 8. He was humbled, and being humbled, God exalted him to the highest places. And then Matthew says, this is what Jesus says himself. He says he is gentle and humble in heart. That's one of his character, and he stated it from the book of Matthew 11, verse 29. And Matthew 23 says, 23, verse 12, For whoever exalts himself will be humbled. Whoever humbles himself will be exalted. That's what's happened, even the Bible says, because Jesus humbled himself, God exalted him. If we will humble ourselves, God will humble us at the right time. The second one being obedience. It says Jesus was obedient to the Father. He obeyed all his commandments. He said John in John 14, verse 8, But I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. He was obedient to the Father, and he do what the Father has commanded him to do. And then Jesus also, and it also says, although he was a son, he learned obedience from what he suffered from Hebrews 5 verse 8. He was also obedient to his parents. Luke 2 verse 51, he says, then he went down to Nazareth, with them as, and was obedient to them. The Bible encourages us from Ephesians chapter 6, verse 1 to 3, that children obey your parents, and that is got a reward on that, that if you obey them, you honor them, you will live long. The other one, it says, we must obey our leaders which is from Hebrews chapter 13, verse 17. That's the obedience we must obey just like Jesus did. Jesus obeyed God as his father. He obeyed his parents. And he encouraged us to obey, to be obedient to our father, who is God, to our parents and to our leaders. And then again, in that one, we're going to the seventh root. Uh, we will remember from John chapter 13, verse 4 to 16, where Jesus washed his disciples' feet. And he did it to set an example to them that this is part of service. He said to them, he gave instruction that now that I've washed your feet, you should also wa wash one another's feet. That's, the, that's the, been the heart of being servant. And then it says, For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, 
and to give his life as a ransom for many. Mark 10, verse 45. Jesus looked at the interest of others and put them first above his. That's what we need to do. Servanthood, to serve others, to look at people's interest before ours. The last one we shall go through, it will be holiness. And this one, this part, you must hear it correctly. Jesus was holy and is holy. He was without sin. While he was on earth, he lived a holy life. And even today, he is holy. He said, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses, but we have one who has been tempted in every way, just as we are, yet with, was without sin. Hebrews 4, verse 12, Jesus was here on earth. He experienced everything that we are experiencing as the children of God. But in the midst of all that, he was without sin. He was holy. The Bible encourages us again. It, the Bible says again from 1 John 3, verse 5, but we know that he appeared so that he might take away our sins, and in him is no sin. In Christ there is no sin. So that's why he came to die for us on the cross, to wash away that our sins, to forgive us from that our sins. And then the Bible says, it's, it's, the Bible says, because he was without sins, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us. And remember, it wasn't easy. That sin upon him, it wasn't easy. But God made him sin so that our sin may be forgiven, so that we may be righteous before God. Peter also says, but just as he was called to you, but just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. That's what the Bible says. Jesus did all, did, Jesus always did what was correct and pure. He lived holy life. Even when they crucified him, they didn't have what actually they want to blame him because there was no sin they can point on him that they can crucify him. And then the Bible says, make every effort to live in peace with all men, to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see God. This is powerful, being holy. So we need to be holy because without holiness, we will not see God. Uh, I just want to say, if we are going to develop the character of Jesus, we must truly aim to do it by building our lives on his teaching, applying the principles of scriptures to our conduct, 
as Philippians chapter 1 verse 27 says, by allowing the word of God to mold and renew our minds, then we will begin to take on the above mentioned qualities of characters of Jesus that every child of God should have. In that way, God bless you and may he help us indeed to develop this character of Jesus in our lives so that we may live to please him in every way. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you.